0: Now, fight back with Libby Sneimer on Zuba Radio with guest host Jane Brown.
1: We're waiting for your reaction to last night's final U.S. presidential debate, 416-360-0740 or 1866-740-4740. It was the third face-to-face debate between Republican Donald Trump and Democrat Hillary Clinton. Their separate viewpoints are starkly different on the issues of Supreme Court justice appointments, abortion, immigration, the economy, taxation and Russia's role in U.S. politics. And after days of saying the U.S. election is rigged, Donald Trump refused to say whether he would accept the results of next month's presidential election if he loses to Hillary Clinton.
2: I will tell you at the time I'll keep you in suspense Well
1: Chris,
3: let me respond to that Because that's horrifying You know, every time Donald thinks Things are not going in his direction He claims whatever it is Is rigged against him Uh, The FBI conducted a year-long investigation Into my emails They concluded there was no case He said the FBI was rigged He lost the Iowa caucus He lost the Wisconsin primary He said the Republican primary Was rigged against him then Trump University gets sued for fraud and racketeering. He claims the court system and the federal judge is rigged against him. Uh, there was even a time when he didn't get an Emmy for his TV program three
1: years in a row, and he started tweeting that the Emmys were rigged against
3: him. Should have got
0: 416
1: 360 740 740 for your reaction to last night's debate. Joining me in studio for uh, post-debate analysis is Mike Van Solen, a strategist with Navigator Limited, and on the phone, conservative pundit Faith Goldie. Welcome both. Thanks, Jan. Thanks for having us on, Jane. Hillary Clinton urged voters to send a signal in this presidential election by rejecting the kind of candidate who's been accused of demeaning and assaulting women, mocking the disabled, and inciting violence as the two candidates faced off in their final debate. Uh, Mike, you first. Did she succeed in her message?
4: You know, uh, Hillary Clinton did a great job last night. She had her strongest debate. Uh, Donald Trump actually, in many ways, had his strongest debate, but Hillary Clinton was still the clear winner here. She offered an aspirational message to Americans. She very specifically reached out to women, I thought, was very powerful in how she did it. So she, she was reaching out to undecideds. She was growing her base. Uh, Mr. Trump uh, failed uh, to do anything but speak to the people who are already supportive of him.
1: What do you think, Faith?
5: Um, I I will agree with Mike that I think it was a great debate for uh, both presidential candidates. I think it was the most substantial debate that we've seen to date. Uh, So uh, tip of a hat to Chris Wallace, if you will. But I think Hillary Clinton came off as smug, as totally uh, out of touch with the American people who, frankly, don't want to elect a pope. They want to elect a president. And uh, we got to get into some of the uh, main issues like the the national debt, illegal immigration, uh, rights for the unborn, Second Amendment, Syrian refugee policies and foreign policies policy, including that against ISIS, um, as opposed to being distracted by these allegations, some of them dating back 35 years, which all seem to have surfaced, what do you know, in in 20 days before the election. Um, And it was great to see Donald Trump come out seemingly capable of taking on the real issues that matter to Americans in a way that was perhaps cooler, calmer, uh, more level-headed than he has in the past.
1: I I definitely felt that, that he was trying to be calmer. I noticed in terms of visually, uh, he's had his uh, hair dyed uh, a flatter color, so it's not quite as bright. I mean, so much goes into this. You know this as
4: a strategist, Mike. Absolutely. He did very well the first 30 minutes, but then after that Trump couldn't get out of the way of being Trump, and he fell into the old traps that he has in the previous debates— uh, he he showed himself to be thin-skinned. Hillary was able to get get at him several times again. There were many opportunities for him to uh, really go at the Clinton record, but he's shown himself, you know, uh, not to be too hard on the guy. But he's shown himself incapable of staying on message and keeping uh, to the a substantive policy discussion. I, as a I'm result, sorry, I, I have to jump in. I,
5: I disagree with you completely, Mike. And he he called he called out Clinton exactly where she needed to be called out in places like like taking donations from the Saudis with with. The Clinton Foundation on her will to to up Syrian refugees to f- by 550 percent on her will to, to to add further to the double the national debt that America now faces. So I don't think that he missed balls. This wasn't the first debate. The third debate was one where, where you know when the balls were lobbed his way, he was perfectly capable of of hitting home run.
4: Except except for the fact that the easiest question of the night that he could have anticipated was whether he would accept the results of the election, and he missed that one. And that's been the focus uh, no, of it.
5: It was a home run again in that case. Let, let's, let's not forget that this is on the tales of Project Veritas, undercover videos that shown Hillary Clinton's henchmen directly interfering, I would say, in illegal ways uh, by sending uh, violent protesters uh, as, uh, to Donald Trump rallies, by interfering, by, by dumping, busing illegal voters to jurisdictions where they should not be voting. And when it comes to a rigged system, Donald Trump is not the very first person to, to, to point fingers to a rigged system. United States. Might might I remind you of Al Gore? And the Florida recount. Might I remind you of John Kerry and his rigged machines? Even Bernie Sanders pointing to a rigged primary. There are a lot of questions about the way that the U.S. does politics. And Donald Trump was not inciting violence. All he's saying is that i got to wait to see the numbers. i got to wait to see what happens.
1: Because there are a lot of question marks right now. And I'm not just going to roll over and take it. No, but Faith, Faith, I I think... If Donald Trump... Sorry, no, I'll get Mike to comment on this. But I think the difference between Al Gore, and I know that that was one of the Republicans' talking points, this morning on the 2000 election. Al Gore never said before the voters went to the polls that he wouldn't accept the vote of the American people, the decision of the American people. He simply waited after the fact for the U.S. Supreme Court decision. So it's not really comparing apples to apples.
5: With respect, uh, to quote Hillary Clinton, what difference does it make? We have proof that the that the system as it now stands um, has a lot of room for abuse, and that Hillary Clinton's henchmen are willing to f- exploit those loopholes, those vacuums for abuse. And so I think Donald Trump was completely right in standing up and saying, "You know what? Let's see where this goes, and then I, I'm going to." Why would he say yes? Don, Donald, if I'm Donald, Donald Trump's ob- ad- if, if Donald Trump's
4: objective mind. was to grow his base, to uh, move up in the polls, to to bring undecideds to his camp, he failed. In answering that question. He had to say, I have faith in the in the democratic process. I have faith in this election. But he
5: doesn't. Why would he lie? He's not like Hillary Clinton. He's Donald Trump. He tells the truth.
4: The point is, he wants to grow his base. And that answer, there were so many more ways that he could have handled it in such a way as to inspire confidence for, for people who are mistrustful of his campaign and his message to date. And he missed that.
1: And we, we should point out, too, Faith, and certainly, I don't want you to sense that we're ganging up on you, but I mean, I do oh, have love to... It. Don't worry about it. I know, I can tell. <laughs> you can hold your own. Um, when we're talking about fact-checking, and you say that Hillary Clinton is the one who lies and Donald Trump doesn't, uh, fact-checking last night showed that he made f- 37 false claims to her four false claims. So uh, how, ca- how can you counter that by saying she's the one who's lying all the time?
5: Um, because uh, the, the thousands of pages of WikiLeaks, that um, have been dumped over the course of the past several days and weeks um, show that this is a woman who has built up a a public uh, persona that is very different from her own private persona, something that, that that she admits to herself. She goes on the record and says she's she's for the second amendment, and yet you know behind closed doors says that she's she's willing to exercise executive decree in order to to close loopholes, which frankly are a manufactured talking point and don't actually exist um, th- th- this Hillary Clinton has shown to lie time and time again on, on numerous issues and Donald Trump calls her out for that. Has Donald Trump been airtight? No, but what he, what he says is what he means. I think, I think this is, this is
4: the, this is the real, you've offered the real critique of Donald Trump. The problem is Hillary Clinton is not an attractive candidate. She has incredible number of unfavorables and yet, he is still trailing her in the polls. That speaks to his, his inability to actually prosecute her record uh, in any of these three debates. And he is such a narcissist that he makes it all about him, and he's been un- unable to really call her, her record to account. And I think that's why he's trailing, and that's why his debate performance last night, by not answering a simple lob question about whether he had faith in the electoral process, was a mistake.
1: And why do you think, in terms of the whole um, sexual misconduct accusations, allegations, uh, that he completely uh, denies outright, says they have been largely debunked, is exactly what he said last night, Uh, how— Can we, uh, what is it about what he's saying, Faith, that you feel he is telling the truth when it would appear from these individual stories that these women have brought forward that there is some truth, at least some truth to what they're saying?
5: Okay. So um, I, I'm not sure where we derive that truth from. What we have is an 11-year-old tape of locker room talk, and any man who's listening right now who says that they have not had uh, conversations in private, that they would otherwise be embarrassed of coming out into the public record, frankly is either lying to themselves or, or I don't know what, living under a rock perhaps.
4: Uh, I, and, think, you know, I think it's a lot old, different we have to describe tape, sexual assault. Okay?
5: We have, we have, we have uh, allegations of sexual assault dating back 35 years. Boy, i got to scratch my head and wonder why these people didn't come out... Uh, Uh, 35 years ago versus Hillary Clinton, who is married to a man who has had rape allegations against him, um, not just making advances by kissing or fondling on an airplane, by the way, uh, rape allegations, one of which was Paula Jones. uh, 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 Well, it was a a sexual harassment case. No, no, it was it was rape. And, and Paula Jones was paid off shy of a million dollars by Bill Clinton, which is otherwise a settlement, otherwise an admission of guilt outside of court. Okay, You have Hillary Clinton, who has defended a child rapist and is on record laughing about the fact that she's going to get this guy off, okay? So if you want to talk about sexual assault, you want to talk about sexual scandals, boy, oh boy, is there an uneven table that's been set here. Clintons are the ones with blood on their hands. Clintons are the ones that are surrounded by sex scandals. It's not Donald Trump who we should be looking at. And frankly, this is all a sideshow. Hillary Clinton is talking about going to war with Russia over
1: WikiLeaks. And I do want to talk about that. I do want to talk about that. But surprisingly, and Mike, you can uh, answer This. Trump allowed Clinton to avoid entirely a question from the moderator, Chris Wallace, about allegations of sexual misconduct against her husband, Bill Clinton, and what role she might have played in trying to discredit the women who came forward to accuse her husband.
4: Uh, Absolutely. Again, you know, there. I, th- I think what, what matters and what we're seeing in this campaign is that experience matters in politics. And this is one of the challenges when we have a candidate come in from, from the business world, try to go for the top job immediately, and he just doesn't have some of the skills, the debating skills, for example, to hold uh, to hold Hillary Clinton to account. He missed the opportunity. He attacked the women who have accused him of indiscretion, and he avoided entirely of holding Hillary Clinton. The The question was served up. And he avoided entirely the opportunity to hold her to account for the actions of Bill Clinton. Again, agreed 100%. Sh- agreed 100%. 416 360
1: 0740 Two sharply different viewpoints from my panelists here today Faith Goldie, a conservative pundit, and strategist Mike Van Solen of Navigator Limited here in Toronto. Uh, you brought up the point, Faith, about Russia. Let's go there then. Uh, Hillary Clinton charged that Donald Trump has been a puppet for Russian leader Vladimir Putin and that he condones what intelligence officials say is Russian cyber intrusion. Trump countered that he doesn't know Putin, and I'm going to play a clip here before you both comment, but that Clinton dislikes him because he's outsmarted her as former Secretary of State and U.S. President Barack Obama.
2: Look, Putin, wait, wait, wait. from everything I see, has no respect for this person.
3: Well, that's because he'd rather have a puppet as president of no the United puppet, States. No puppet, no puppet. It's pretty clear. You're the puppet. It's pretty clear you won't admit no, that the, the Russians puppet. have engaged in cyber attacks against the United States of America, that you encouraged espionage against our people, that you are willing to spout the Putin line, sign up for his wish list, break up NATO, do whatever he wants to do, And that you continue to get help from him because he
1: has a very clear favorite in this race. You're the puppet Trump kept saying you're the puppet but he doesn't explain himself. No,
4: I mean this is childhood this is a uh, this is playground uh, banter from him when he needed to be more substantive and he actually needed to prosecute the case against Hillary Clinton. She says you're stupid he goes no you're stupid. I mean, we need to expect more. He he wasn't passing the commander in chief test last night and I think that was obvious to anybody watching it.
1: Faith Um
5: Look, the Russia file for me is perhaps the most concerning uh, topic out of all of those that have been discussed to date, uh, specifically in yesterday's uh, uh, debate. Hillary Clinton right now is poking a nuclear bear, both on the WikiLeaks file, which, by the way, was done by an independent organization, independent of any sort of government body. She's blaming Russia for those leaks um, without any sort of proof. And she has come on record saying that an appropriate response under a Hillary Clinton presidency to cyber warfare, as she puts it, is military combat engagement, okay? Um, This is not espionage. WikiLeaks were not espionage. It was hacking. It was uh, hacking uh, Clinton's DNC emailed, by the way, Clinton, who was using a private email server as opposed to, you know, a secure one through the State Department. Um, did did uh, Donald Trump miss a certain of balls lobbed his way in this, uh, in this sense? Absolutely. He should have been bringing up the fact that Hillary wants a no-fly zone over Syria, plus uh, these WikiLeaks... Uh, th- I mean, allegations, uh, which are totally baseless. And by doing so, she's poking a nuclear bear, which is totally breaks the tradition. It's totally unprecedented. Yeah. And reason, Hillary, it Hillary, Clinton's,
4: forth- Hillary Clinton's able to say these things because he himself, in his own sort of moment of uh, verbal diarrhea, diarrhea, invited uh, Russians to hack computers to, to interfere That's in the election.
5: Not true, Mike. No, he didn't. He went, okay, look, here, here's the thing. Um, whether or not uh, he, first of all, he, 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 did, he did Donald, do Donald Trump is not a puppet of the Russian regime. This is a New York times talking point that was brought up with Paul Manafort. All of those allegations have been disproven. He did not take money from the Russian government. Did he work for Yanukovych in Ukraine? Yes, that was uh, deplorable. And so what happened? Donald Trump, once these revelations came out, fired the guy. He didn't keep him on. Okay. As opposed to Hillary Clinton, who keeps all of the bandits she surrounds herself with on the He has
4: also not released his tax returns, which is another substantive point. That differentiates him uh, from other candidates who have gone for president. That the but, I, but I think that's important. I think that's important. I, but I think it's important because we need to understand his business interests. Well, that's- and 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 she she is able to make the case she is because he's been less than transparent about where his business interests start and stop.
1: You're listening to Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Jane for Libby, along with Mike Van Solen and Faith Goldie, talking about last night's presidential debate, the final one before the November eighth. Vote and we are Canadians. Uh, Does it affect you as a Canadian or are you watching it more as a sideshow? Are there things that bother you when you are watching? Because I know there are Canadians out there who were watching last night. Most people I know after the Blue Jays, after they'd settled down from losing, (laughs) were watching last night's debate. Just even purely out of curiosity to see. And what's interesting about last night's debate is their viewpoints were very different and they were up for grabs. And so therein lies the what we have left over in the remaining days trying to sway, both candidates trying to sway the undecided voters. Did they do that last night? Quick break and we're right back with your calls. 416-360-0740, 1-866-740.
0: Jane Brown.
1: Okay, the phones are all lit up now. We're talking about last night's final U.S. presidential debate with Mike Van Solen of Navigator Limited, a strategist with Navigator and conservative pundit Faith Goldie. You two have had your say. Let's get to the listeners here. Ida and Mississauga, go ahead. Go oh, ahead, Ida. You're on fight oh, back. I, oh,
5: okay, sorry. Um, first of all, I think uh, Trump is a jackhole. Secondly, I don't think um, uh, sex matters or sex doesn't belong in the bedroom. Uh, I think that was uh, Trudeau, Pierre Trudeau.
1: Saying from back sang in the day, yes. For
2: that juncture. Yes. And um, it's too bad,
5: I think, that Barack and Justin... Couldn't go forward. I mean, Justin will, but too bad that uh, Barack won't.
1: Okay, well, his term has come to an end. That's the difference between their politics and ours. Janet in Toronto, you're on Zoomer Radio. Well, after listening to the debate last night, uh, I think that I would vote for Trump. I mean, he's right. If he, he destroyed 600 emails, he'd probably be in prison right now. She shouldn't be running. She should be in jail. Okay, and that has been his line all the way along. Kathy in Niagara Falls, go ahead. Yes. Um, I'd just like
5: to know, he keeps saying he'll bring jobs back, and, and I'm sure the American people would love to hear that. I'd like to hear it here in Canada, too. But he's very sketchy about how he's going to
1: get it back. And, and him and the other millionaires who have offshore banks with all their money in it are the ones that are creating all the problems in the United States to begin with. Okay, fair enough. Jordan in Toronto, go ahead. You're on Zoomer Radio.
2: Hi, thanks for taking my call. Um, I just have a few points to make. The, one of the arguments that one of your guests was making about Bill Clinton and one of the accusers that was paid off to go away, if that's true, and so she's saying that Bill Clinton paid off one of the accusers, which proves that he's guilty, could you not apply that to every single lawsuit that Trump has been involved with,
1: sure you specifically,
2: could. specifically in the early 70s when, uh, when they, he was discriminating against African-Americans from renting in his buildings. He, he says that he paid them off and there was no guilt found. They didn't admit guilt. But if you're going to apply that rule to Bill Clinton and his accuser, couldn't you not apply that to Donald Trump in every lawsuit that he settles because We know that he's a racist and we know that he's discriminated. The fact that somebody pays to get out of a lawsuit basically says they're guilty. So he continues to deny and deny, deny, but we know for a fact that he's guilty. One other point I wanted to make as well, there's absolutely nothing that he has done or said to back up anything that he said that he's going to do. It's as if he actually has no interest in being president. He just wants to rally the base of about 12 million people. So when the election is over and he loses, he can then take that base and do whatever it is that him and Steve Bannon want to do, you know, with this group of people who are, in fact, deplorable.
1: Jordan, thanks for calling in. Uh, We'll get Mike and Faith to have uh, their final word, and then we'll get uh, Stephen Colbert to wrap up the segment on last night's debate. Faith, go ahead to, to Jordan's comments.
5: Uh, to Jordan's comments, well, I, he didn't deny the fact that uh, Bill Clinton basically admitted raping someone, uh, which is, I mean, still on the table, which is somewhat concerning. Uh, look, it's a sad time in the world. Uh, it's a sad time in American politics. I'm not happy with the level of discourse, uh, and and being a part of the the media, uh, I'm I'm particularly saddened by how the media has decided to cover this election, and that is they have only served Hillary Clinton's interests and not the interests of the American people. Right now, America is at a crossroads, uh, roads, whether it goes towards globalism or towards um, nation-statism. And I think that Donald Trump will help protect American interests as opposed to Hillary Clinton, who is just interested in lining her own pocket.
1: Faith, it well, sounds like it sounds like you buy everything that Trump says. It almost sounds like his talking points are coming right from you.
5: Uh, I, I disagree with that 100%. Um, I, I have been reserved on Donald Trump until very recently, um, and I'm a realist uh, in, when it comes to politics. I, we I have, guess. America, America has two choices uh, that they can pick from, and it's either criminal, Hillary Clinton, or, you know, kind of, Tackless, classless Donald Trump. And I'd rather go with the classless as opposed to the criminal.
1: Okay. and
4: Well, I, I, you know, this is is my disappointment in what we've seen. I think there's actually some real uh, substantive discussions that could have taken place, which Donald Trump has only has touched on, but not been the person to execute. I think talking about borders, border security is an important conversation that country needed to have. But the way he's approached it, has uh, undermined that discussion. I think talking about the system in Washington is an important conversation that needs to take place. I think there are real problems. There is a bleeding between the uh, the execution of government and political parties. I think there's real concerning information around Hillary Clinton's emails, uh, the interaction with the FBI. I think there's really concerning uh, uh, conversation to have around the Clinton Foundation and and uh, pay-for-play uh, conversations uh, deals that have taken place. All these are substantive conversations that should have taken place, but have not not been able to take place. And Donald Trump has not been the person who's been able to lead that conversation. And I think Hillary Clinton would have had a much more difficult time in this election if she was up against a more capable opponent from the Republican Party.
1: The humorists have definitely had a good time with uh, not only this entire campaign, but with last night's debate, including late night comedy TV host Stephen Colbert
2: i gotta say trump
4: did do a decent job holding his baser instincts in check but at the end he let his trump flag fly when hillary talked about tax reform
3: my social security payroll contribution will go up as will donald's assuming he can't figure out how to get out of it uh, but what we want to do is to replenish the social Such security nasty trust woman. fund oh yeah so
2: nasty Also, quick reminder, no one respects women more than me.
1: Faith Goldie, Mike Van Solen, thank you for your input and conversation today.
0: Thank you, Jen. Thank you both. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio.